The first few psukim in this week's parsha, Parshas Vo'ero, seem to be out of context. In the end of Parsha Shemois, through the beginning of Parshas Vo'ero, the Rabbeinu Shalolim is talking to Moshe Rabbeinu about sending him on a mission to Paroi Melech Mitzrayim to redeem the Jews. However, the first three psukim of this week's Parsha seem to be off the topic. The first Pesach says, Vayedaber Eloikim El Moshe, Vayoymer Elo Vani HaKadosh Baruch Hu introduces himself to Moshe Rabbeinu as Ani Havaya. He reveals to him the shame Yudke Vovke. The second Pesach says, For Eiro El Avrom El Yitzchok Ve'el Yaakov Bekel Shadoi Ushmi Hashem Loinoidati Lohem. I revealed myself to Avram, Yitzchok, and Yaakov, but I didn't reveal myself to them with the name Havaye. The third Pasek says, V'gam hakimoisi es brisi itom. Loseis lohem es eretz kinan es eretz migureyem ashegoruvo. I promised them eretz Yisroel. Only the fourth Pasek seems to be coming back to the topic at hand. I heard the outcry of the Jews in Mitzrayim, and I'm about to redeem them. So what are the first three psukim doing in this context? Rashi, in his second pshat, brings in the name of Chazal, that according to Chazal, these three psukim are not an introduction to what's going to be said further on. It's a response to what was said earlier. Moshe Rabbeinu in the end of Parsha Shemoy said, He complained to the Rabbeinu Shiloyim that may oz bossi ledaber el paroi heira loomazet. That since I began negotiating with Pari about releasing the Jews, the situation became worse. And at this point, the Rabbeinu Shalom is contrasting the behavior of Moshe Rabbeinu to that of the Ovois. And he's saying to him, the Ovois never questioned me like you are. Rashi brings the example that Avroma Vinu in spite of the fact that he was promised the land of Eretz Yisrael, nevertheless, when he needed to bury sorrow, and he needed to buy the Ma'ara Samachpela for Domim Merubim for a lot of money, he nevertheless didn't question the Rabbi Shalom. And you, Moshe Rabbeinu, are questioning me. Now, if we would be asked to bring an example of Avram Avinu, not questioning the Rabbeinu Shiloilam, the first example that comes to mind, the primary example, would be the Akedah. The Rabbeinu Shiloilam promised Avram Avinu a son that will inherit him. And then he tells him, Kach no es bincha es yechidcha asher ahavta es yitzchok v'ha'aleyu shom lo'ilo. And nevertheless, Avraham Avinu accepts the Rabbi Nishalolim's command and he's willing to carry it out. 
That's the primary example of loy hirher achar midoisai of not questioning the Rabbi Nishalala. Why would we choose to bring the example of buying the Ma'ara Samach which seems to be almost nothing compared with the Nisoyoin of the Akedo? It's a very normal occurrence that one needs to buy a burial plot. True, the Rabbi Nishalalim promised to merit Yisroel, but he never told him when that will take place. So he needed to spend some money on buying the Mara Samachpela. Why would we choose to bring this example of Loi Hirher Achar Midoisai? It's interesting that in spite of the fact that in Midroshe Chazal, this episode of buying the Mara Samachpela does not even appear as one of the ten Nisyoinois, one of the ten tests that Avram Avinu was tested with. The Rabbeinu Yoyne, in his Pirushan Ovois, does count this as the 10th Nisoyon. Which means that even after Avrom Ovinu passed nine tests, including the Nisoyon of the Akedo, he still needed to be tested with this test of buying the Ma'ora Samachpela for money in a land that was already promised to him by the Rabbeinu Shiloh. What can be more than passing the test of the Akedah? What does the Rabbeinu Shalom need to see in Avraham Avinu that he sees only in him passing this test of buying the Ma'ara Samachpela to bury sorrow? You know, we say every day in Kriyashma, V'ahavto es Hashem Eloikecho, B'chol Levovecho, U'v'chol Nafshecho, U'v'chol Moidecho. B'chol Nafshecho, Chazal say, is afilu hu One needs to love the Rabbani Shalom to the extent that he be willing to give his life up. Al Kiddush Hashem. What's Bechol Moidecho? Says Rashi in Parshas Vayeschanon, in the name of Chazal. Bechol Mido Umido Shehu Moideid Lecha. Every measure that the Rabbani Shalom measures to you. Bein Mido Toivo, Bein Midas Puronus whether it's a good measure or it's a measure of punishment. Now, if one is willing to give up life for Ahavas Hashem, all the more so, he's willing to suffer Midas Puronus. I mean, giving up life is the ultimate of Puronus. The ultimate punishment is death. So how could it be that after we already said Bechol Nafshecho, that one is willing to give up his life we need to say that he shouldn't lose his love for the Rabbi Shalom. It would seem that sometimes when a person is put up to the big test, he has the ability to draw on his inner reservoirs of strength. He taps into a strength that isn't available to him in daily life. When a person, just like when a person is threatened physically, he's in a danger of losing his life, he can do things that uh, he regularly isn't capable of doing. Because when it's a matter of life and death, 
you rise to the occasion and you find within yourself abilities that you don't even know you have. So also when one is faced with a spiritual challenge of to be or not to be spiritually, he can tap into those inner reservoirs of strength. So when one is faced with an isoyoin of bechol nafshecho, noiteles nafshecho, he might be willing to give up his life for the Rabbeinu Shalom. However, the same person, when it's not a matter of life and death, when it's just a matter of mido umido mido toivo, midas puronos, it's a bit better, it's a bit worse, it's in, it's out, it's daily, it's small little difficulties that one experiences as a servant of the Rabbeinu Shalom, that might be easier, at the same time, it might be harder, because he doesn't draw on those inner strengths that he draws on when he's faced with Bechol Nafshecho. True, Avram Avinu passed the test of the Akedah, but the Akedah was the most dramatic commandment, the most extreme, the most illogical. It went against the nature of man. At that point, one rises to the occasion and finds within himself the ability to accept the commandment. However, he needs to be tested once again with buying the Mokoim Kvura Fesoro. It's part of the daily grind. It's a regular thing. But you know, because it's so plain and regular, one is not on guard. He doesn't have that sense of alertness. He doesn't tap into his inner strengths. And he might fall in this Nisoyen. Therefore, the smaller Nisoyen tells us more, in a way, about Avram Avinu than the greater Nisoyen. The Pesach says, Mi Hashem, who can climb up the mountain of the service of the Rabbi Shalai, and who can stand on top of the mountain. Svarim say, climbing up the mountain is one thing, but retaining that madrege, holding on to that level when you're on top of the mountain is even harder. Because when we're climbing up the mountain, we're all worked up. We draw on our strengths. Whereas once we're up there, we can lose focus. We lose our sense of alertness. And therefore, mi yale Hashem, but even greater, mi yokum bin koim kochoi. The Gemara Mesechtes Avoidezorah Daf Yudches tells us that when the Romans decreed that Jews not learn Torah and not observe mitzvahs, Reb Chanina ben Tradyoin was Moiseh Nefesh, as the Gemara says, he was Yoishev Vaoiseik Batoira. He sat and learned Torah. He taught Torah to everyone. 
He had a Sefer Torah in his lap. Tremendous level of Mesiras Nefesh. Nevertheless, when Reb Hanine ben Tradjoin asked Reb Yosi ben Kismo, Ma ani lechaye ha'olom habo? Do I have a portion in Olom habo? What is my level in Olom habo? So Reb Yosi ben Kismo said to him, Klum maise bo liyotcho? Can you share with me some incident that happened to you? Or tell me some story, something that you stumbled upon. So Reb Hanina ben Tradyan said to him, yeah, you know, one time I was collecting money for tzedakah, and the money I collected for tzedakah got mixed up with my own money, and I gave it all to tzedakah. When Reb Yossi ben Kisma heard that, he said, Im Cain, if so, I wish I had a portion in your portion in Olam Habo. May your fate be my fate. How can it be that Reb Hanine ben Shradion, who did so much for disseminating Torah in such difficult times, risking his life, nevertheless wasn't sure about his chilek in Olam Habo, and it's only because of this incident that Rabbi Yossi ben Kisma is willing to tell him that he has a chilek in Olam Habo. It's once again the same idea. Teaching Torah in impossible conditions is a tremendous level of Mesiras Nefesh. However, doing so can be a result of a person tapping into his inner strengths in difficult times. On the other hand, the Maisebolyotcha in daily affairs, small things define the person more than the big things. It's the small things that make big people. It's not the big things. In Sefer Hasidim, he writes in Ois Kuf Nun Hei that when a person has a small test, when things are difficult, he should always think to himself, would he be willing to give his life up for the Rabbeinu Shalom? Since he knows he would be willing to give his life up for the Rabbeinu Shalom, all the more so he should be ready to suffer the bit of suffering that it takes to do a mitzvah or to refrain from doing an avera at that particular moment. The idea being that the war of attrition that the Yitzhahara fights against us is in a sense more dangerous than the big nisyoinus. The previous generations were generations during which we were tested with Bechol Nafshecho, Afilu Hunoiteles Nafshecho, being, observing Torah, learning Torah, was dangerous. Jews risked their life to live a life of Torah. The Nisoyen was the Nisoyen of Miyale Bahar Hashem. We were climbing the mountain of Avodas Hashem. In our generation, 
It's about me yokum bim koim kotshoi. It's much easier to learn Torah, to observe mitzvahs. But because it's easier, it's in a sense much harder to remain alert. It's much harder to put it, put all our strength into it. Let us remember that it's the small things that make the big difference. And it's the small nisyoinus that define us. We might be on the way to doing a big mitzvah. But then there's a maiseb boliyotcha just on the way. Smiling to someone who needs a smile. Saying a nice word to someone. It's those small things that make the big difference and define who we are. May the Rabbi Shalom help that we, ab- we be able to face even the small challenges. A guten Shabbos.